and gentlemen, we are here on another Wednesday evening. I'm Tommy. And I'm Joe. And this is Tojo Live. Welcome to Tojo Live. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Tojo Live. We've got Joe back with us tonight. Joe, good to see you, my friend. Good to be here, brother. All right. Um, we're going to open up with a passage of scripture. We actually looked at this one um, this past Sunday as, as well, but this is just a powerful scripture. In Hebrews 13, verse 5, where it says, And God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. You know, we talked this past Sunday about when God seems distant, and there are times that he seems distant. It doesn't mean that you're weak in your faith. It doesn't mean that you've you've done something wrong or anything like that. There's, there's just ebbs and flows to every relationship, and our relationship with God is no exception to that. There are times when God seems distant, but that doesn't mean that he is distant. He is still right there. We cannot always, I'm, you guys know, I'm not one of these guys that says, you know, just throw your feelings out the window and don't worry about them. I've, our emotions, our feelings play a big part in who we are. But there are times we have to be careful and not necessarily trust our feelings because if God feels distant, it doesn't mean that he is because he has given us his word. He will never leave us and he will never forsake us and you can you can hold on to that even when he seems distant in the moment hey guys i this uh our quote uh, i hope you enjoyed the super bowl uh this past sunday i hope your team won it was a good game regardless i love it when when the super bowl is a good game it's kind of a downer when it when it ends up being a blowout um regardless of who wins but um but this was a very good game uh, you could tell both teams were well coached. That the players were good, and um, and, it, and it came down to the to the final seconds even of that game. And so, uh, in I guess in celebration of the Super Bowl or the celebration of this time, uh, Super Bowl time, uh, I'm going to do a Vince Lombardi quote. Now, if you're a football fan, you know that Vince Lombardi uh, coached the Green Bay Packers, and he is actually who the um, the Super Bowl trophy is now named after. It's the Lombardi trophy that they now have. And, and Lombardi, when when Lombardi first started winning championships, it wasn't even called the Super Bowl in the beginning. I don't know if it was. I think it was maybe by the time before he retired. I'm not sure. But I know in the beginning it was just called the championship. That's uh, but it has grown into this big – extraordinary thing where even people who are not football fans watch the Super Bowl. It's just an amazing thing. But I love this quote from Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, listen, <laughs> I, I I read a, a biography on Vince Lombardi, and he is just such an interesting guy. And here he is. He's a football genius. This is not my quote. This is just a story. <laughs> he's a football genius. And he's coaching these guys that are at the best of, of what they do. Okay, when you get to the level of the NFL, there is no higher level of football than the NFL. They are the best of the best when it comes to the sport of football. 
And yet they said that Lombardi, at the beginning of the season, the first practice, he would always get his team together and he would hold up a football and he would go, guys, this is a football. <laughs> it's like, whoa, really? I didn't know. But he was he was so focused on the basics, even at that level. And that's why he was so successful. One of the reasons is there are other reasons, but one of the reasons he was so successful is because he went to the base. This is a football. It used to crack me up when I was a teenager learning how to play the guitar and I would buy um, instruction books on how to play the guitar. And the first page would have a little picture of a guitar pick and it would say, this is a pick. And I always thought, you know, if I don't know what a pick is, I'm probably not buying an instruction book on how to play the guitar. <laughs> but I now know better and I understand you got you got to cover the basics and you just can't assume them. And we all need reminding of the basics. Just because you've learned them doesn't mean that you can't, you know, let them just kind of fall to the side. We do that in our spiritual walk. Sometimes we forget the basics of our spiritual walk and it causes problems. When you see baseball players that get into slumps, it's because oftentimes it's something in the basics that they've, they've it's become so accustomed that they forget about it and then they end up doing it wrong. Um, the reason Michael Jordan was so good is because he practiced over and over and over and over on the basics of the game. All right, I've gone on on that tangent. Let's <laughs> let's look at the quote, which really has nothing whatsoever to do with any of this. <laughs> but listen to this quote. Vince Lombardi said, "If you are not fired with enthusiasm, you will be fired with enthusiasm." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know, if you don't if you don't have a drive for what you're doing, listen Regardless of what it is you do in life, and I know there's ups and down, up and down days and stuff like not every day is going to be like over the top day. But in general, we need to have some enthusiasm and some drive for what it is we do. And if you don't, if you can't find that, uh, one of two things needs to change. Either something in you needs to change or your job needs to change. And so I, I love this quote, because if you are not fired with enthusiasm, you will be fired with enthusiasm. <laughs> All right. And, and listen, that's probably good for both. It's good for the company and it's good for the employee. Because if you can't get enthusiastic about what you do, you need to, again, either change something inside of you or change your job. Now, I don't suggest you change your job today. You know, set something up, go look, find something that you have a drive and enthusiasm for, and then move in that direction. And then you give a two-week notice or, or whatever standard for your industry, and then make that adjustment. But life is too short to spend 40 years of your life doing something that you have no enthusiasm for. It's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the company, either one. So... What say you, Joe? It's so glad to have you back, man. Brother, it's good to be back. You know, last week I was down in Florida at, a, at an all-hands or I should say a company sales kickoff, which was uh, a lot of fun and a blessing uh, to be there, although I did miss Tojo. Um, but, man, I got a bunch to say on, on your opening there because you really covered, uh, you know, a bunch. I mean, 
you know, for, for, starting from last to, to first, I mean, what you just said was spot on about, you know, enthusiasm and Vince Lombardi's quote. I mean, in a leadership position over the years, there are times where, you know, I had to let people go that weren't performing or weren't really enthusiastic about their job. Yet I cared for these people. Right. And I would sit them down and say, look, you know, you're more than an employee. You're a friend, you know, yeah. and this isn't working out. And you know what? You and your family deserve better than this. You need to be successful and happy with what you're doing. Yep. And I don't want you having a target on your back. So you ought to really start looking for a job or it's time for you to make career change right. so you can enjoy what you're doing. And, and I think it's so important. And you've said it over several times, you know, over the years, how important it was that you love what you're doing. Yeah. That famous quote, and I forget if it was J.P. Morgan or someone said that if you love what you're doing, you'll never work another day in your life. Yeah. You know, if you love there your you job, you know, and Vince Lombardi, I mean, he had some great, great quotes. And he that's did. why the trophy is named after him. You <laughs> talked about the famous one about gentlemen, this is a football it went on to say, you need to guard this with your life. Think of it as your baby. Never drop it when you're carrying it, you know. And he would say things that inspired me over the years. He would say, um, if you go into a game thinking you're going to lose, you've already lost. And yep. if you go into the game knowing you're going to win, you're almost there. Yeah. He, he would say things like that. I, I've, I've read his biography, too, and there was something called Lombardi time. Lombardi time, he would have his players set their watches 15 minutes back. So, so at every practice, they were, they were 15 minutes early there you go. or on, on Lombardi time. So that was really cool. And br brother, just the last comment you said about, about being distant from God and your message was so powerful uh, this past Sunday. I really enjoyed it. And I know everyone did too, but I think it's real important for people to understand that you know, sometimes things don't go our way. Perhaps often they don't go our way. Right. One of the things I've seen, and I'm probably older than anyone on the call right now. <laughs> um, there have been times when things have been, things have been going really well in my life, whether it's in relationships or in business or whatever. And I might've gotten a little cocky and, or thinking I'm really good or something. And something would happen where my company would be bought or I'd be laid off or something. And I'd be humbled a lot. Yeah. And maybe the first time I looked to God and what, why was this or why, how did this happen? But going back to the line, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Every time I was in a valley, he always pulled me out. Right. And what I've learned after the first or second or third time is that whenever something like that happened and I, could have been feeling that I'm distant from God or he's distant from me. I realized it was just a matter of time because he had come through every time in my life there'd been a challenge. And that's what faith is. When, when you realize, you know, hope, hope is, hope is good. Hope is like, I hope something's going to happen. But faith is when you know it's going to happen, Yeah. you know, and you just, to me, that's what it means. And yeah. it's been a real blessing. So again, brother, it's good to be back. Awesome. 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 Glad to have you back, Joe. We want to say hi to Christine and Sonia, Mark, hey. Krista, Larry Mulholland. He left a really encouraging 
Um, no, here it says you gentlemen are a blessing uh, to the kingdom labors. All right, Larry, Larry, appreciate that. Larry was a camp manager of Tammy's <laughs> church camp when she was a teenager. He was, he was. So, and then, <laughs> and then he's been involved. He was involved with, um, mission journeys for a while. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing now or even where he's, he's living now. Um, but, uh, but he's a great guy. He's got a love for God and a love for people. And, um, and, and so, uh, appreciate that, Larry. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I, he did recently yeah. get he married, recently didn't got he? Married. Yes. yes. He so, um, he is, Oh, he works. He works on a college campus. I think he's a faculty, um, facility maintenance supervisor. Okay. Now. So, which goes right along with being a church yeah. camp manager right there. That's yeah. <laughs> Because basically, that's what a church camp manager is, plus a hundred other things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It sounds like Tammy's job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a job. I don't work. Remember, Joe? <laughs> I know. You just do a hundred other things that you don't get paid for. There you go. There All you right. Go. We got Krista on here um, saying happy Wednesday, my GCCC family. All Krista, right. glad to have you on here. Uh, Mark is on here. Good to see you, Mark. Um, looks like we have a prayer request from Sonia. Praying for Janet Dialysis. That's the lady we talked about in church Sunday. Okay. That Her son Luke grew up in our church, so uh, so we want to we want to lift up um, Janet and and the rest of that family. He he passed away, correct? That's, yes. Yeah. And so, uh, so we want to lift up Janet and the rest of that family in, in prayer. Joe, do you mind praying for us? No, I'd, I'd be honored. Uh, Father God, I want to lift up uh, Janet, you know, and her dear friend, Sonia. I want to pray for Janet, who just lost her son, Luke, her loving son, Luke. Um, and I, I can't picture him, but I know he grew up in our church. And uh, Father, when any of us, particularly Janet and her family, when when you lose a, a loved one, let alone your son, a, a piece of your heart is just taken away forever. And this is a really horrible and difficult time for Janet, her family, her <laughs> friends, and all that love her. And so, dear God, we pray tonight that you would just wrap your arms around Janet and her family, uh, comfort them during their grieving, surround them with their friends, who love them, that could comfort them as well. And Father, we pray that you would have accepted Luke into your kingdom and that one day you would accept us all. In Jesus' precious and powerful name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. All right. Do we have a, uh, do we have a score? Um. I'm still trying to get the link up from where you Oh, are. yeah, we don't have a link up. And I have not said, I need to say this. Hey, guys, welcome to Tojo Live, where we discuss your questions about life, faith, and the church. We would love to have you come on screen with us. You can copy and paste the link that Tammy just now put in the chat box. And uh, we will discuss those questions. If you're not comfortable with that, that's perfectly fine. You can always put those questions 
in the chat box and we will discuss them as they come up. And as always, as we have just demonstrated, um, any prayer requests that you may have, uh, feel free to offer those and we will we will definitely pray for those as well. So what? Well, who won last week? Because <laughs> I didn't write it down because my book wasn't here. Oh, um. <laughs> I was know, it, terrible. It though. was Christine. Christine? No, was it? Who won last week, guys? Y'all help us remember. Christine and Mary, um, Mary Ann both answered. Wait, hold on. I'm going back into the comments. But okay. one of them. I think it had a spell correct and it was the wrong. It was, uh, the question was Paul, this is last week's question. Paul wants, um, all right. Krista is saying it's Mary Ann and Christine is saying it was Krista. <laughs> hey, let me just comment. You bunch of Christians. Our, um, <laughs> this is so cool. I, I lost this. I saw it pop up and then I couldn't find who it was that left this. From Smoke Rise, Georgia, our local agnostic, self-professed, a local agnostic, Herman Gugrick, Gugrick, Herman, yeah. Victorian Herman, joined us last Wednesday night. But it didn't come up until the end of the show, and I saw it pop up, but then when I went back, because it was right as the show uh, was yeah. off, and so it kind yeah. of didn't post. So I just found it. Wow. Herman, if you're watching again, I'm so glad you're here. I, I love him. Um. Krista is saying that Marianne had autocorrect, but it's really her that answered first. So I think she is. It was. Even it though was. Krista was the one that, that got the actual word because Marianne's autocorrect changed it. To Dutch us. Dutch us. <laughs> yeah. The actual and Here was a question last week. Was, um, you know, there was a place in the book of Acts where Paul was preaching a message and he went on. It was like out past midnight. And there was a guy in a window that was listening and Paul preached so long, he fell asleep, fell out of the window and died. And then the question was, uh, what was that guy's name? And his name is Eutychus, Eutychus. And the way to remember that is uh, if you fell out of a window, Eutychus too. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so very kind to offer it um to others but because to or marianne hold on marianne. Yeah, marianne but we have to go by our rules that we had already said at the beginning that i think she's person, forfeiting it though to to marianne but, but then what do i do with because it's i just do the first person so do i take that off of hers did you already put it on well yeah oh i thought you didn't have the score i just now like just a minute ago as soon as i saw it did it I don't know. What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to give that point? I think we should give it to each each person. Get Let's give them both. Give Let's them give them both, both one. Y'all are just. I think I think that's the right thing to do. Closer. There's Christine. Hi, Christine. We got Krista. Christine. I'm forfeiting to her. Well, we gave it to you both. That way, it's no more confusion. Does that sound good? There you go. All right. We'll give you both one. So right now we have Joan and Mark with one. Karen has two. Christine has five. Wow. And Marianne and Krista are tied with six. Oh, so they're tied. They are tied. Yes. Ooh. yes, they are. All right, guys.
guys. I see a lot of y'all coming on. We want to say hi to Sherry, Keith, Lois, Tubby. Um, Christine, I already said hi to you. William, Arvin is on tonight. Aura Wagner. Hello, Aura. Awesome. Glad you guys are on here. Glad to have everybody on here tonight. <laughs> she called us a bunch of sillies. We're a bunch of sillies. <laughs> Okay, that's cute. You know what? The next time I get aggravated and I'm just like, you're just a bunch of, I'm going to stop and think of that and I'm just going to call them sillies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Bunch of sillies. I like that, Krista. <laughs> we do have a prayer request. Let's we go do, ahead and, and take that before we go into the, the trivia. Uh, Mark has a prayer request. Would you pray for some friends of mine, Clint and Debbie? Debbie had surgery today for her Parkinson's disease. Um, we will absolutely uh, pray for pray for both of them. Dear Father, we lift up uh, Debbie <clears throat> to you right now. God, I pray that the surgery went well, that it accomplished was it what it was intended to accomplish. And God, we pray for healing in her body. God, I pray for Clint, who I am assuming is her husband. And uh, just pray that you be with him as he uh, takes care of his wife, that you give him uh, comfort and peace during this time as well, because uh, we know when when something like this hits an individual, it doesn't just hit the individual, it hits the family and everybody that cares about them. Mm -hmm. And so, God, I just pray that you wrap your arms around both of them and let them know how much you love them during this time. It's in Jesus' precious and powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> All right. Here's tonight's question. <clears throat> Is everybody ready? No. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. That's a long one. You didn't give me a heads up. Oh, you want me to give you a few seconds yeah, to type it up? This is a long one. You can type it up. So did everybody, who, who was uh, rooting for the Chiefs this past Sunday and who was uh, rooting for the Eagles? And so your team either won or lost. Who who here won Sunday and who lost on Sunday? It only lets me put 200 kids. I was pulling for the Chiefs. You were pulling for the Chiefs? I'm a big Chief fan. Is that who I was swinging for? Yeah, you were pulling for okay. the Chiefs. You were pulling for Mahomes. You like Mahomes. I like Mahomes. Mahomes is is a outspoken Christian. He is, and so that's why that's why I like him. Oh, William! Are, yes, yes. The commercials. William said the commercials. Yes, that's who I was rooting for. That's who I was rooting for. That's it's funny when we watch the Super Bowl in our house. Um, we go and do other stuff during the game, and when the commercials come on, everybody hollers commercials, and we all run in and watch TV. And then when they're over, we all go back to our stuff. I watch, I watch the game some. I won because I got to watch a good game. That is, that is won. true. We did get to watch a good game on Sunday, and I I like that a whole lot better than than the games where they're they're blowouts. So Aura said she was rooting for the the Eagles. I guess they were the underdog. Were Eagles yeah. considered the underdog? No, they weren't. I, I didn't oh, think okay. they were. I thought they were the the. They um, were one and a half point favorites. One and a half point. But that's favorites. pretty close, you know. That is. That's that is close. pretty close. That's that's a close. And it was a, it was time. a great game, as you said, Tommy. It went down yeah. to the end. That's what made. I'll go out on a limb here. 
What I wasn't a big fan of was the halftime show. But at least, at least she had clothes on. That's, I'm just going to say because I, I, I have a teenage son, so I'm overly cautious about what comes up on my screen. Yeah. And there are times that things come up on my screen that I have to send my, he hates it, but, and he doesn't understand that I'm, when I send him on a chore, it's just busy work to get him out of the room. Yeah. So he's not seeing some of this. I, stuff. I think there were, and, and to be honest with you, I didn't catch it the first time around, but I, from comments that I heard later, apparently there were some inappropriate gestures. Oh, it was in, horrible. In dancing yeah. aspect and a couple it. of years back, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira were on and they were grinding. Oh, yeah, I remember it that. was really inappropriate as well. Oh, you know, a lot of kids yeah. watch these games. What yeah. I what I did the other night, Tommy and Tammy, you'll appreciate this. I went on YouTube and I was looking at some of the past Super Bowl halftime shows. And my favorite too, and Tommy, you'll love this one. In the pouring rain, yep. Prince sang, sang Purple Rain. Yep. Okay, that's the year that a football game broke out in the middle of the best Prince concert there was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my favorite of all time was when Michael Jackson did the oh. halftime show. Yes. And you know what? They've gone down, downhill. I went to one Super Bowl in 2002. It was right after 9-11. So I, I guess it was, yeah, it was in 2002. Is that when you two? <laughs> What's that? Is that, that when you two did the? I think, the it was Paul, I think it was Paul McCartney, actually. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. But, I think you two might have been the. But the I year mean, before. we've gone from Paul McCartney and you two, and yeah, I think it's time we upgrade the halftime show. And I know <laughs> some people really loved it, but when, Tammy, when you said that about the appropriate gestures, um, yeah. I don't know. There's no place for that on. Yeah. on when there's a yeah. billion people watching it, you know, yeah, including handful of million kids, you know, yeah. I I will tell you, my favorite performance of the night was not the halftime show; it was Chris Stapleton at the beginning singing the Star Spangled. Banner. He did do a very good job. Wow! On, on the and, Star and just so you know, he's a Kentucky boy. Yeah, yeah he is a Kentucky. He's boy. from Kentucky. You know what was interesting during the, the during when he was singing that. They showed the Eagles, the Eagles coach, and he was crying. Yeah, yes. I saw and it. I almost had to start rooting for the for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> but Mahomes being a a great Christian, I couldn't. You know, but yeah. that that was probably the highlight of the national anthem was seeing someone get emotionally, um, getting emotional about our country and and God. You know, yeah, so that was beautiful. Yeah, Chris Stapleton, he, he did a fantastic job. He did. Um, the, we got all kinds of comments up here. Um, Lois said Rihanna had clothes on because she's pregnant. <laughs> um, William said that uh, he was she was rubbing her belly the whole time. Aura agrees that she was pregnant, so that's probably why she had on clothes. Um, <laughs> Aura said Chris Stapleton rocked. He went, and I tell you, I saw a, one of the, what was it? Par it wasn't Paris High School. Per uh, Paintsville. Paintsville. Paintsville High School put out a picture of Chris Stapleton when he, when was, he was in, in high, high school. school. Yeah. And, uh, and he looks like a completely different human being. He was a clean, clean shaven guy. Kind of skinny and gangly looking. And, and wow. <laughs> Some, someone else posted that all her dancers, the way they were dressed, 
it looked like that balloon fell on them all because they were all. Oh, all yeah. <laughs> Oopa Loopas. I've heard people comparing them to Oopa Loopas. Well, they had Mark a mask which he was wearing, I guess. Oh, look what Mark Hendricks said. I left the room during the halftime show. I'm not an, I'm not old enough to watch that concert. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, best comment of the night, brother. I love go. it. That's great. I love it. Christine Gunchman talking about the Jesus commercial. Yeah, the uh the what is it? Jesus gets us. Yeah, yeah he, he I think gets Jesus us. gets us top, yeah. dot com. Um, I thought those were powerful. Um, I have heard some complaints, and this this kind of bugs me um from Christians because they said, Well, it doesn't give the full picture of Jesus. It's a 30-second commercial. Okay, you're not going to get the full picture of Jesus, but it gives us a picture of Jesus, a glimpse of Jesus in those commercials. And, and I thought they were powerful in that. I had actually seen a few of those types of commercials um, before the Super Bowl. I'd seen those a few times, but the fact that they had some of them during the Super Bowl, I thought was absolutely powerful. I loved yeah. it. You know, was it was interesting. Well, first of all, the the, the big donor on that was the gentleman who's the CEO of Hobby Lobby. Yeah, I found that, that out later. Pretty cool. I didn't but, know, you know the other, the, other the, the first time I saw one of those commercials, it was actually a slap in the face to me. Because mm. I was watching the commercial and not really enjoying it a bunch because, it you know, it's not a real happy commercial, you know? Right. And then all of a sudden, when you see the tagline, you're like, wow, that yeah. was pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> anyway, this this is a oh hold on. Do you want to do the the trivia and then get into Williams' comment because the Williams' comment goes into your a segue into your next thing we're going to be talking about. Oh, does it? It does. He's talking about Asbury. Oh yeah 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 so, yeah. Do you want to do that? Yeah, we want to talk about now, that. A little I bit. will tell you on the trivia. I'm going to let you repeat the question twice before I put it up. I could not type it all out because it's a 200 character limit. So I, I <laughs> you get the last part. I got the last part. Yeah. So I won't put it up until you've read it twice. All right. Okay. Does that work? So here's a question A demon in a possessed man named Legion. This is a story in the Bible. He recognized Jesus and addressed him as son of the most high God, which is pretty interesting that, that even the demons knew who Jesus really was. He then begged him not to torture them. There were multiple demons inside of him. Begged him not to torture them, but to allow them to enter into some nearby pigs. And he gave them permission to do so. So Jesus was going to cast these demons out of this guy. And they begged him, you know, if you're going to cast us out, throw us into the pigs. <laughs> now, people have, have speculated, why? Why did they ask to go into the pigs? And maybe it was... Um, they didn't want to go into the abyss, uh, where they would be tortured or whatever. We don't know, but that's pretty good speculation. So Jesus cast them into these pigs in this story. Here's the question. What happened to those pigs? Anybody remember this story? Can they tell us what happened to these pigs? I can tell that Joe knows. <laughs> So the question I put up is, what happened to the pigs? What happened to the pigs? <laughs> so anybody tuning in after this and don't they don't see the question, the whole thing, it's going to be like, what? It went from talking about Super Bowl to what happened to the pigs. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you never know what's going to come exactly. up on Tojo. Hey, if you 
you are watching this on replay, if you are watching this as a as a replay and not live, please put replay down in the comments. It does yeah. help our algorithm and it helps it get shown to more people. Yeah, it helps our algorithm if you put replay. I think we have an answer. Oh, 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 oh. William Arvin says they drowned, and that is exactly correct. There you go. They all they all ran off a cliff and then drowned in the water. So it was interesting in the 90s, there was a Christian, I guess, would you consider them an alternative rock band? A, well, gosh. there was a Christian alternative rock band and the name of the group was called One Bad Pig. <laughs> and it was in, in reference to this, you know, that there was one bad pig that didn't receive the demon and then it, it didn't get killed or whatever. That was that was the... Uh, um, reference here to this group so there were a christian group called one bad pig <laughs> and they're a very unique group if you ever get an opportunity to look up some some songs of theirs oh, wow. uh they did a remake of johnny cash's man in black that is just it's crazy and and they actually do it with johnny cash okay it's like a duet type thing and he's doing he's got the country voice and they're like this alternative thrash rock group and um, it's very interesting to say the least. Aura <laughs> um, said, "When what did they do?" She says, "Well, um, no clue, but pigs aren't kosher, so they didn't eat them." No, they did not eat them. <laughs> they did not eat them. And, and a matter of fact, there's, there's possibly even um, some significance to that that pigs were considered unclean. That's by the Jewish true. culture, and then that's where that's where Jesus cast these demons into these unclean pigs, which is kind of a not only um you know a casting out, but it's almost like a double double negative on them. Okay, not only am I casting you out, I'm putting you in the pigs. Okay, those these dirty, filthy, rotten animals, and and then they ran off the cliff and they were drowned. So. All right, Sam, what, did he have a score yet? He did not. So he, he is, is on the board. He is on the board. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the competition. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's read this uh this comment from William and then because it goes along with something that I plan on talking about anyway. Yep. He says, I do have one more prayer request, guys. They're in day seven, going on day eight in the revival at Asbury. All the churches need to follow suit and let go and let God. Other schools, other schools that have visited as as very are very are now following suit in revival as well. And actually, cuts off. This is all organic, guys. This is not a commercial at all. No big names, no singing artists. For those of you that may not know, and all of you may know, because this this has made national news and maybe to some extent even international news. Um, but Asbury, which is a, a Methodist college in Wilmore, Kentucky, which is just outside of Lexington, Kentucky last Wednesday, a week ago today, at I think 10 AM, they had a chapel service, which they always have. Okay. They, during the school year, they have chapel services for their students. They go, it's like an hour, an hour and a half or something. Then they go back to classes or whatever. This particular chapel service, they got together and for some reason, and 
might we suggest maybe it was the movement of God. They did not want to leave. And they continued to worship and to pray and to give testimony and, and all of this stuff. And, it, and as, uh, as William pointed out, there are no professionals here. They didn't bring in a professional speaker to kind of to kind of raise up some revival. They didn't bring in a, a, a professional singer to kind of raise up revival. This this just happened organically. It's not some they didn't plan it at all. It wasn't like, man, I hope revival breaks out in our chapel service today. From what I understand, it just happened. And it's still happening. It's a week later. And they are still going strong. And there's people coming from different states that are coming down here. And again, nothing is planned. Somebody will sing a song and they all come together and they sing together. And when they're done, somebody else will get up and sing a song or somebody will pray or somebody will give testimony. But none of it is planned. It's just all organic. And and it's just it's an amazing movement of God that is taking place there at Asbury. And, And over the past couple of days it has actually extended into other college campuses and so it is it's spreading guys it's spreading this is exciting stuff tammy's got her hand up (laughs) there i heard the president of the college say that in one day i think it was on saturday that they had over three thousand people um come to this campus and if you've ever been on this campus it is a small school it's a small campus and so for 3,000 people to come in, that's kind of insane, first of all. Um, and then second of all, I they're like, they can't all fit in the chapel. So they've opened up other buildings and they're live streaming into the other buildings. Yep. But wow. then, well, then they started each building. They stopped singing along with the main building. And so each building has kind of got their own flavor yep. with the, the singing and their own worship leaders who are doing the praying and stuff. And because there's nobody, I mean, nobody's coordinating this. It's just happening. And wow. oh man, it just sounds awesome. Let's, uh, we, we've actually got a couple of videos that we want to show in regards to this. And I actually put down in the comments what the, how to spell <coughs> Asbury. Because I know several people were asking. Yeah. So that's what that's what that comment is. Asbury ASBURY Revival. Yeah, you can look that up. Asbury Revival 2023. You Here's the interesting it. thing. Back in 1970, a similar thing happened at Asbury College. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is uh it it's it's just it's amazing the way God works. <laughs> and and we're going to we're going to show these video clips and then we'll talk a little more about it. All right. So I'm going to hide and mute you, Joe, and I'm going to look at him. <laughs> and he didn't even make me mad today. Um, OK, why is it not letting me mute him? OK, just be real quiet, Joe, because I'm not sure it's letting me mute you. All right. And then I'm going to bring this up and then I'm going to hide you, Tommy, so that you you guys are probably they won't be able to hear us when we do that. But here's the here's the video. Starts now. Good evening, I'm Larry Smith. Glad you're with us here on this Friday evening. What began as a routine chapel service at Asbury University has turned into something much bigger. Now people are coming from other cities and colleges to be a part of what's happening. Sean Moody explains in tonight's LEX 18 Big Story at 11. On a Friday night at Asbury University, 
chapel service doesn't really seem all that unusual. For the people here tonight, though, this is something different. There's just, like, not even words to describe it. Because it's not really a Friday service at all. We've been here 56 hours. This is what a 10 a.m. Wednesday service has become. It just never stopped. People just never left, never went to class, never went to lunch, and um, then later people started coming back to chapel. Ava Miller's a freshman. She was here Wednesday morning when this started. She said when it ended at 11, people just kind of lingered and the band kept playing. Since then, people have come in and out continuously, keeping the service going. Administrators have brought in food and water for people. Miller says it's spread beyond Asbury's campus. Last night we had people from Transylvania. We had people here from Asbury, of course, like UK. We had in the middle of the night a bus from Mount Vernon Nazarene College come down with just a bus of like a van of students that just came, um, Ohio Christian University, there is a revival that's like breaking out there. Administrators here say this kind of thing has happened a few times over the years. In February 1970, there was one that went on for 144 hours. However long it goes this time, they hope it leaves an impact. And so our prayer is, is that God will be honored and that students' lives will be changed, but all of our lives would be changed. In Wilmore, Sean Moody, LEX 18 News. You bringing Joe back up? I am. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> so, guys, that's that's one video. We are going to show you another one here in a minute. But that's jet. That's a news report. Listen, that is that's secular news. There, in, I, I think was that in the Lexington area, yeah. WLEX. And um, you know, this isn't uh, a, a Christian TV news report on what's going on here. Uh, this is WLEX, which is where a lot of people in Kentucky and, and surrounding areas get their news. And from what I understand, I believe Joe said it was on Fox News last night. Yeah, yeah, and Joe said it was on uh, on Fox News last night, which is national news. That's not just local news. And um, listen, it's just some amazing, amazing stuff that has taken place here. And we've actually got a little clip of just just an actual service. It's it's interesting. Um, if you're a college basketball fan, you know who Oscar Shibway is. He was he was last year's National Player of the Year. He played for Kentucky, especially if you're a Kentucky basketball fan. You know who Oscar Shibway is. Uh, we've got a friend. We've had a few friends in in that area that have actually gone and attended this revival while it's going on. And one of them was taking her phone, and she was just kind of cir circling around, taking video of the revival. And and you see her as she passes by this guy, and then she comes back to him real quick. Oscar Shibway <laughs> was at this revival, and Claire so uh, last year. yeah. So it's uh, it's it's pretty cool what is going on there. We're going to show another uh, uh, quick clip, and then we'll talk a little more about it. All right, this one takes a second to set it up. I'm going to hide you again, Joe. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> All right, let's get this up. I'm going to hide
And if I if I did it right, that was a live clip. If I did okay. it right. <laughs> we're thinking that that was an actual uh, live stream. So that's that's what's presently happening at this moment. It wasn't a recorded. Very cool. Yeah. Isn't it amazing, man? It is amazing. The the really cool thing is that next week we're going to be traveling and we're actually going to be about an hour from Wilmore. And I'm really hoping that this is still going because I really want to go. Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah if it's go. still going on, we're going to, we're going to go by there and, and be a part of it at least for a, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. <clears throat> um, Aura says, uh, we are going through spiritual warfare. Good to see this. Or I think you're right. I think you're right. We are going through spiritual warfare. <clears throat> and being aware of that is, is really the first step in all of this. You know, as we talked uh, this past Sunday, we, we looked at the life of Job a little bit. And you understand in Job's story that, that there are things going on in the spiritual realm that we have no idea about. And there's, there are some battles being fought there. And we play a part in that that sometimes we don't realize we play. If we're praying and, and we are loving people and we are spreading the, the gospel and the love of Jesus to others, then we are being a positive impact on those battles. If we are shying away from that or we are turning our backs on God and we're... Um, living more in a life of sin, then we are having a negative impact <laughs> on that spiritual battle. But there are these spiritual battles uh, that are going on. And, and, and when revival like this breaks out, man, that causes a lot of victory. It causes a lot of spiritual victories in people's lives. And, and who knows the reach of the impact that this is going to have. And so I just I just encourage people to embrace this. Um, revival is the best word we've got for it right now. I don't I don't know exactly what you call it, but it does very powerfully seem to be a movement of God. And so I just encourage people to embrace this. And and as it continues to spread, who knows? Maybe maybe uh, Long Island, New York, will get to experience a little bit of this as as well because it is it is spreading out into other states surrounding states there I, i've i've heard and i can't even remember what um cumberland oh university God. university of the cumberlands is the name of it they they've started having a, a similar thing on their campus and then at um Lee University? Is it Lee? I don't know where that is, but I heard Lee There University. is a Lee University in Tennessee. Okay. It's a, it's a Pentecostal uh, university. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, so apparently it's spreading there as well. So I don't think we've, we've, we've seen the end of this. Even if it starts to, to wind down in, in Asbury, <laughs> the ripple effects of this, I think, are going to be powerful. Brother, in that first video that you guys showed that the uh, freshman – young lady who was being interviewed was saying that buses were coming in every day. And she said there was a bus from Pennsylvania and Ohio Christian college bus came in and this was going on. This was starting at other campuses as well. Yeah. So I'll tell you, seeing this on the national news or in any news station, as you said, it's secular. And the last thing you ever hear about <laughs> is something like this, yeah. right? So to hear about it. 
it's big. And I, and I'll tell you, it is, a, it is a blessing, you know, all glory to God. But, um, as I think Aura said, amen, you know, and let's, yep. let's just keep it going. Yeah. I tell absolutely. you, I've, I've been looking for the naysayers because I, I always look at both sides. There's a few. And uh, there's a few. But I will tell you, hold on, I'm echoing through Joe. I will tell you that, um, like, the one really harsh naysayer that I watched, um, his two biggest complaints, and he said that this is not a movement of God because it's at a university where they use something other than the King James Version. Uh. And. <laughs> And that they use um, worship music with um, that's put out by some publishing company that's not truly biblical. They don't use hymns, and that there was a woman leading oh, the yeah. music. So I was like, okay, if that's the biggest naysayer. Listen, anytime there's a movement of God, you're going to have naysayers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they even try to, to make it look spiritual. Um, and, and, and I've heard a few people go, well, let's, let's wait and see what happens. And, and I've heard others say, well, if it's really revival, this is the way it would look. Listen, God doesn't need your consult in order to know how to break out revival. Amen. God can do that completely on his own. He doesn't me telling, he doesn't need me or anybody else saying, God, if this is really revival, this is what you need to do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's funny. <laughs> And God has broken out revival throughout history in different ways. Listen, sometimes it's through music, which seems to be a big part of it this time. Sometimes it's through doing, uh, reaching the poor. He's done it that way. I think back in the 90s, they had a, a revival that was surrounded around laughter. And there were a lot of naysayers on that. But listen, if God chooses to do revival through laughter, who am I to say, God, that's not appropriate. Ooh, Whatever God wants to use to bring about revival. I mean, that's, that's, that's God's decision. It's my decision. Just say, praise God. Thank you. Thank you. And just, and just embrace what he is doing. William has listed a whole bunch. I, I put them all up on the screen, but you can go back and look at them in the comments, a bunch of different <laughs> colleges that are breaking out into revival. And he also listed 2 Chronicles 7.14 that says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Amen. Um, before yep. we get any further, guys, I have an apology to make. Um, I left a prayer request behind. Whew, so hold on and let me go up here and find it. Um, Mark Hendricks has a prayer of praise right there. Sorry, we got everything was going so fast tonight. For the past two months, I have been searching for a new church family. After much prayer, I made my decision on South Jefferson Christian. Mark, that's awesome. And let me give a little background. Mark uh, recently moved from the Lexington, Kentucky area up to the Louisville, Kentucky area. And so he's been kind of looking for, for a church home since he's moved up there which is perfectly fine. You don't want to be doing that for 10 years, okay? Uh, but doing that for a few months is perfectly fine. You know, search around and see where you're best fit. And uh, and and it seems like uh, he has done that. I am familiar with South Jefferson Christian. Uh, I have never been there. I've never been to that church. Uh, I've been by it. Um, so uh, It's actually called South Jeff Christian Church. Is it? <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. 
So, Mark, that is definitely a prayer of praise. Whose whose turn is it to pray? Who prayed last? I think it's your turn. Is it I my think, turn? I'm not entirely. Sure. All right, let's let's pray. God, we thank you that Mark has found uh, a church home, and God, I just pray that you um, be with that church, that they embrace him, that they love him, that they help him to grow in his Christian walk, and that he finds a place to serve within that community. And they, and they just uh, welcome him with open arms into their family. God, we also want to lift up this revival that has started at Asbury and is spreading beyond those walls, dear Father. God, I pray that it continues to spread throughout that region, throughout our nation, and throughout the world. This world needs revival. As somebody mentioned earlier, we are in a spiritual warfare and revival is one of the best ways to battle in spiritual warfare. And God, I pray that you be with all of us, that we that we humble ourselves, as the passage of scripture um, uh, said earlier, that we humble ourselves to you and what you want to do in our lives. God, sometimes that is out working among the poor, and sometimes that is coming together and singing songs of worship. Sometimes that's praying for each other. Sometimes that's celebrating you through laughter. Man, there are many different ways that this revival could break out. I just pray that whenever it does, you help us to embrace it and become a part of what you are doing in this world. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. The minister at that church, Tommy, at South Jeff, is Brett Baker. Nope. Didn't we go to school? That name sounds familiar. Yeah, I know. I think we might know. Brett Baker. I'll have to look that up. But that name does sound familiar. Right, I think I've caught up on everybody. If I happen to miss one of your prayer requests, guys, please, please, please put it back up again or let me know. On my end, throw got, her under the bus. I, do, I have three different computer screens sitting in front of me, and I'm trying to keep up with all three. And when y'all's comments come in so fast, um, I love it, but sometimes I get a little lost and a little behind. So um, I also wanted to address, there was a, a very, very long comment that William Arvin um, put up, and it's it's a it's a good read. So if you've got a chance, go back and read that. It, there, it's like 12 screens on here. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> it would not let me. Is it about the it. revival? It is. It's all about, um, well, you just got to read it. it was yeah, really how it's spreading and who is yeah. involved and. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Like, like, look, I, even if I tried to show it, look at this. Okay, yeah. So it's just going to scroll if we did that, but there you go. It's in the comments. So go back and look at it. And Asbury is a great, great school. Uh, we've actually been on that campus. We've been in that chapel. Tammy's taking pictures I have. in that chapel building. Uh, we went and heard, uh, heard Tony Capolo speak there yes, once. Yes. Wow. Um, and so, uh, it, it's a great, they used to run a, a festival every year called the uh, Ichthus Festival. And it was basically like a Christian um, Woodstock, where people would come in. It was all outside. You would bring tents and campers and stuff, and they'd have concerts and speakers and stuff like that. So, hey, guys, we are almost out of time. Joe, you got any closing remarks for us, my friend? I mean, just two. I mean, one is I love the videos and, and talking about what's happening down at Asbury, I think it's it's not only a blessing to people that are participating in that, an incredible blessing, 
but it's a blessing to the, everyone that's seeing it on the news and the coverage. You know, one of the things that I've seen, and I know you guys have as well, in this day and age, people are real careful about what they say. You know, they, they, they feel timid about, about talking about whether it's politics or certainly religion. Um, you know, I, I was at my, our sales kickoff last week and I was blessed to be recognized uh, as part of the keynote and kind of rewarded. And, you know, people asked me, you know, what the secret of success is. And I said, it's by God's grace, mm. you know, and, and a number of people came up to me afterwards saying, wow, I can't believe you said that. That was so cool. That's awesome. And it's the truth for me. It's been all about his grace. Right. And that's why when you see someone like Patrick Mahomes or someone on a foot, football or any field say it's all, you know, glory to God or thank you, yep. Jesus, or whatever. A lot of people look at that funny. But as believers, we see that because it's so rare in the public spotlight. Right. So I just pray that this revival continues, not only for the people in Asbury, but for all of us who were blessed by what they're doing down there. Yeah. And I pray that it will spread not only around the country, but around the world. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for being here with us. This is a great time. I feel like we've uh, we've shared at least a little bit in the revival that's going on uh, there at Asbury. And um, uh, let's, let's continue to pray for what God is doing, not only in Asbury, but as it ripples out as well. We love you guys. We start a new series on Sunday called the, uh, the awesome power of vision. And so encourage you to be with us either in house or online for that. As we go into that, love you guys and hope you have a great rest of the week. Thank you for joining us.